0: But at least I shit before I came here And I'm aware that she's not a cunt She's just bleeding Uh-huh,
1: it's clever name Uh-huh, it's clever name Mad blunts and bomb glass. Clever name, podcast Fucked up shit to make your mom laugh You are fuck Never really know what you gon' get Might catch a buzz from the contact Lots of that disgusting discussion Loving it cause it funny We got topics for the rich Poor, gorgeous, and ugly We got guests of all shapes and sizes Outrageous violence If you home alone, then don't try this Clever name, podcast is where you
0: find us Goddamn ghost or some shit that knocks things off Technology doesn't like to work with me Technology fucking sucks, that's what it is Is that... How, how do you make things run on your podcast? Do you actually get stuff going? Or do you have some guy who just fucking makes it all work for you? Exactly. I don't understand any of it, and I ignore all of it. What, that, that doesn't, I don't have a guy that could just come over and just be like, yo, just set up all the shit for me. Like, when everything breaks, I can just call fucking Craig <laughs> to come over. Like, what do you mean? You're sitting there by yourself. What would you do if you were doing a podcast today? You'd have a team there? Like, what, what do you mean? Yeah. What? You have a team? That, that would be the point, yes. You know, I, 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 how, do you, how did you assemble this team?
1: Everybody wants their name on credits and to say they did something, but nobody wants to do all of something. So everybody does a small something, and then they get to say they did something. It's a bunch of lazy people come together and make something happen, basically. By everybody staying just as lazy as they would normally doing what they're already doing for entertainment on their own time except they're doing it in a room with other people so the guy who already works on his computer comes and does it in a room with other people I already talk too much to shut the fuck up I do it in front of a mic to the guy who sits and messes around on a computer this is a collaborative work
0: that is that is a lot of work I, I can't do that I I have nobody to help me I fucking do everything by myself, and when things fall apart, I freak out and pull my hair out until I I, I get it to work again. Because I don't I don't know how to That's... record anything really, and I just figured out from Googling how to record stuff.
1: Yeah, you just push through. That works too, dude. You you are a multi talented individual.
0: <laughs> yeah, totally. You're a strangely po- positive individual. Who who are you again? Let, let's get let's just get this out of the way. Is you you you're a guy with a podcast, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, Jack Thomas, host of the Just Conversation podcast, bro.
0: Okay, and uh, is that that's the furthest I can go with that? I can't, I can't uh, explain anything further about your podcast, or it's just that's it, just conversation. I mean, feel free.
1: No, you, 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 (laughs) my compliance is not. (laughs) You told me I'm not allowed
0: there's no as far as you want to go oh okay your podcast doesn't make any sense uh, you make it very complicated to to find and uh, and understand and it's confusing and I don't exactly understand if any of it's real or if it's all just some weird made-up reality which and then you have these th- these group of people who are like involved in this reality inside of a podcast that it, it that doesn't make any sense uh, that's that's my best description of it
1: that's pretty accurate. I can get behind that. <laughs> oh,
0: so you're allowed to agree. So if I say something that's correct, you'll agree with it because you have these weird rules. You uh, you say every time you come on or we talk about anything on here, like you're not allowed to ask me questions about it, or I won't answer any questions about my podcasts. But you'll you'll say yes, pretty much. But you kind of did. You, I said, "Is that right?" And you said, "Yes." So I already got you.
1: Oh no, that's fine. That's not a direct question, and I'm not uh, explaining anything.
0: So as long as you're not explaining anything. So if I just said, what is your podcast about? Well, you would just go, no, and you'd clam up?
1: No, I can totally tell you. It's about uh, aliens and dinosaurs, and sometimes we worship the devil.
0: You worship the devil?
1: Yeah, every episode.
0: I guess I kind of worship the devil, too. Like, like I don't know. It's funny. Like, I don't actually. Like, I'm not, like, a Satanist, but I think it's funny to say, Hail Satan, all the time. Oh, No. You blacked out on me. Oh my god. It was Satan. Satan came down from hell. Or up from hell, I guess. And he blacked out his computer. Holy fuck. The second we started talking about Satan, he... disappeared. It just went into the darkness. That's scary i'm pretty sure he is a satanist and now i have to try and call him back from the dark abyss of hell oh he's calling me back oh let's let's see what it's like down in in hell are are you down in hell right now did satan take you
1: it, dude, I I feel like maybe that's what just happened. I'm not even sure.
0: I think, like, I've never seen that happen. It, it didn't disconnect the call. It didn't do any, it just went black. Like, you were sucked into the abyss of hell. And I didn't think you were coming back. I thought that was the end. And I was okay with it. I think that's what you wanted. <laughs>
1: This a very short show. All you got out of me is I worship the devil. Boom. End of episode. And then
0: into hell, and and that proved it. Satan exists. We should all be terrified. I uh, I was certain that that happened. That was very very strange. But so, are you actually a Satanist, or do you just th- like me think it's cool to say hail Satan?
1: I think it's cool to say things that make people uncomfortable.
0: I guess that's what it that's what I do. Like, I don't actually I'm not going to go around and fucking praise Satan for anything. I'm I'm I just think if I ever won an award or something, I went on stage, I wouldn't say got to thank the big man upstairs. I would say, hail Satan and watch everybody freak out.
1: Yes, just uh, basically, I just like to challenge people. I want to challenge whatever they think is right and wrong, because how who the fuck ever confirmed God's the one who did it? Let's say a miracle did happen. Is it like did God sign it? Did God sign your miracle by God? And like can you confirm that's his handwriting if he did?
0: I don't know. I I I the I don't believe in either of them, I guess. I don't so that's what makes it funny. It's just like a counterculture. I'm just a uh I'm just a contrarian. I like to do the opposite, and I get that you're like that too. You're just kind of like a guy who if if everyone else likes that, you're probably not going to. And if you if it's popular, you're probably gonna find a reason to think that it's stupid, and or vice versa. If it's bad, you're gonna find it good.
1: I agree and disagree. I say yes, <laughs> I am. <laughs> this is not crazy. I'm disagreeing to your opinion of my disagreeing the people people's opinion. Yeah, exactly. So I guess it's kind of like confirming itself. <laughs> Thank you. That's 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 why I was <laughs> but, laughing what i would (laughs) say that's so crazy it's just my instinct i'm over here trying to (laughs) rationalize it but what i will say is it's not that i'm necessarily going against what other people think i like to particularly challenge what they think sometimes i agree with it and i don't i don't have a stance i think that's where i stand i don't have a stance so contrarian is the best way to put it if you Believe in God, then I don't in our conversation. But if you come at me as an atheist, then I'll argue for God.
0: That's, I, I'm just going
1: to stand wherever opposite
0: of you. It's exactly it. And half of the time, I'm just figuring out other ways to argue with people that I actually disagree with. So like, if, if I think that you have a particularly strong point with something that I agree with, I will go hard as fuck on the other side exactly how I think a, a person would go at me that, that disbelieves in something that I disbelieve, and then I would see how you would react to that and kind of use that as now my new argument and mold that with my argument and and learn yes. debate tactics from the way that you we just argued without you even knowing, because I'll just pretend like I'm on the other side.
1: Yes, 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 I do exactly the same thing. I, I like to uh, adapt. And nevertheless, in the middle of the discussion, I'll be using your very <laughs> same points to sort of... Understand my own point more, and yeah. then use that to fuel it, and then sort of adapt your point to my future argument with somebody else.
0: That's exactly. I'm I'm so with you. I got that vibe from you, and I think that's why we get along so well. But I'm more I'm more of a pessimist, and you're more of a an optimist. I I we we do yin and yang each other a little while, a, a lot because we we, ta- we like message a lot and we talk a. Like I'm usually th- bringing you down from a high, and you're pulling me up from the ground. You're you're like fucking talking crazy pipe dream bullshit, and I got to bring you back down to reality. And then you, I'm always just like, no, woe is me, everything fucking sucks. This is this is bullshit, and you got to drag me back up from the gutter. So it's it's really fun to do that, but we're we're like the exact opposite, but the exact same. We're doing the exact same things in very very different ways.
1: Yes, yes, I completely agree with that. I, f- I find it completely fascinating because of one thing. I consider myself a positive pessimist. I think both. we both start at pessimism, <laughs> but where we move from there is completely different because I think I need to see things bad in order to compensate for them. If, I, I feel like I'm the guy that if everything went the right way, I would sit back and get lazy. But because I see a problem or I'm always looking for the problem, now I have something to fix. And if I saw it already functional and fixed, then I wouldn't necessarily try to fix it. You know, so I got to see the problem. I got to see things flawed. I got to see things broken in order for me to want to be positive about it. So I'm a pessimist. Yeah, life sucks. But you know what? It's good if you make it good, because nobody's going to make it good for you, because life fucking sucks. Hmm. And only somebody who leaves life sucking will have a sucky life. But somebody who wants to have a good life has to kind of compensate for how much life sucks. So we both agree life sucks, but I think you could do something with it. (laughs) While a full-on negative pessimist would be like, it sucks, let me sit here and die.
0: Yeah, I don't think I'm that far, but I definitely I can find the bad in anything, which is which is I don't know if that's a skill, but it's something that I'm very good at when it, when it, somebody's just like says anything that, that they're, I, I just my brain just starts going to like like what what could ba- what could happen bad and I, I think my mom just drilled that into me like she anytime i left the house she was just like don't let the rapers get you so now i just like fucking that that just works in my brain that like every time that something happens something bad's going to happen and and I, I don't i don't like it but i do it all the time and that's why i thought we could we could play a little bit of a game i don't know if you want to call it a game but i've done this before because i am uh, I would say a devil's advocate, I guess, is uh, you could you could say that's what that's what you, you want to call it. But I want to call I want to call this game um, uh, angels advocate. Because I'm going to give you bad things, and you have to tell me what's good about them. I've done this in reverse for myself before, where they gave me like bad things, and, uh, and I found the, uh, found the good in them. And we've, we've played around with this kind of thing. But I'm going to give you shitty things, and you have to tell me good, good in them. Sorry, I said that backwards. I've done it where I, there was good things, and I had to find the bad in them. And now you have to find the good in the bad. Do you think you can do Fascinating.
1: that? Uh, hell yeah, I'm totally down. This is very interesting. Okay.
0: So basically, it's just going to be simple stuff. We'll just rattle through them. So is there something good you can tell me about getting a paper cut?
1: Yeah, you learn uh, how to not get a paper cut. You, In fact, what I would argue about a situation <laughs> like that when you do get a paper cut, uh, it's sort of, you know, when you get uh, you hit your elbow, and let's say you get a cut on your elbow, and later you're just hyper aware of, like, the corner. <laughs> the same corner you hit yourself, you're now hyper aware of it. Now you never hit it again until you kind of forget the lesson two, three years later. And then again, you fucking hit that same corner. The paper cut kind of goes for that. Let's say you're a person who works in a, an office and has a lot of paper to deal with. You get a paper cut early, a small one. It dodges you from getting, for example, <laughs> you, you get uh, gloves with a little Sticky thing at the very end so The you finger can condoms through the pages. Yeah 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 exactly Now you can more easily move through it, it be, Your job gets more efficient and you can relax more Because you prepared for Something as simple as a paper cut <laughs> you, you became more efficient at your job
0: Essentially Because of a paper cut Paper because cut paper got cut. you a promotion You got that corner yeah. office and then the ladies started to love you And then all of a sudden you're getting pussy You got money you got millions You're happy all because of a paper cut
1: yeah, dude. at the end of the day, any small it's you, you got to think of it as a snowball. Any small thing <laughs> that happens that's negative is a lesson. You always learn from a mistake. And so you apply that to some future circumstance. Now, you know, damn, even paper can fuck me over There's people in here just trying to take my position. Maybe I should be more aware of them <laughs> if paper can fuck me over.
0: See, this is what an eternal I see that you gotta be an optimist that you can't do that. That you can't see a paper cut and and think of it as a learning experience and then learn and then have some higher meaning that wow, even this inanimate object is trying to fuck me over. So everyone's trying to fuck me over. I have to be cutthroat, I'm gonna make my way to the top. That doesn't happen. Nobody's ever thought that once. <laughs> You're an insane person. Hail Satan.
1: Hail Satan. <laughs>
0: All right. Well, I, I you know what? I got to give it to you. That that's, that's that's a win in my book. But can you tell me the good about global warming?
1: Hell yes. Hell yes. I've actually argued this before. There is a lot of good to global warming. Yeah. One of them is we we have a powered struggle going on between the young and the old the older using the fossil fuels and they want to keep using them because they don't give a shit they're like we're gonna die anyways like it doesn't matter lights are gonna go out soon while the young are like but we're gonna inherit your bullshit this is creating an extremely powerful kind of antagonistic uh, uh uh outlook between old and new where the young are starting to speak up, get involved in pot, like in mass, not just the ones who want to be political. Everybody wants to be political because everybody's scared. This is apocalyptic. We're facing sort of apocalyptic circumstances that are forcing the young to get so active we might have a political revolution, give or take 20 years, where we completely remove the old that's putting everybody in danger and put the new that's going to create this giant shift everybody's used to technology everybody learns how to code everybody's going to look for renewable sources of energy and realistically global warming is not a problem any p- problem we have we learn to fix when it hits that point that it's truly a problem anybody with money is going to throw all their money at the problem when it's really really a problem and in like a week there'll be a fucking solution It always happens. The world's about to end. Somebody's like, but I'm rich and I'm going to fix it. And then the problem's fixed and then it's gone. It happens every like 10 year cycle. We think the world is ending and somebody pays it off.
0: So you say essentially
1: what's going to happen. But the new generation is going to do that. They're going to sweep away all the old garbage, put them in homes or remove them from power. And they're going to themselves fix and remold the world. And it's entirely because of this illusion of global warming, which is really happening. But it's not really a problem because we, when we really want to fix it, it's going to be fixed.
0: Because I was going to say, is it is if you say it's at like apocalypse level, wouldn't you start seeing like some stuff like actually happen? Like I get like every once in a while we get like an early winter or like it's cold in the summer or some shit. It it, but it changes the next year. It it's it's not, it's not going to change until it literally affects our lives. Like we're like, oh, we can no longer go outside. We need to fucking... It, it has to break in order for it to, fix, to be fixed. So I, I guess that's the positive of no, global warming. No, no, no.
1: The, the, the thing is, it won't, it won't get that far. I don't, think, I don't think that's true. No, no, no. It won't get that far. Think of, for example, just the, the polar caps melting. A single degree more. A single degree more, that turns to shit. But I, we can still survive outside.
0: I've also heard that it's not melting. It's just not gaining as much. It still gains every every year. It doesn't actually melt. Well, it's it used to gain a shit yes, ton and now it gains melting. not a what's shit ton, but still a lot. What's is,
1: happening is that it's sinking. Okay. That's really what's happening. It's sinking. The water around it, usually the cold temperature allows the surrounding areas to freeze and kind of hold everything, but as that, like you said, it doesn't gain. It doesn't kind of freeze over at the same speed. The giant mass of ice that we have continues to kind of fall in you know how the majority of the iceberg has to be underwater that problem is real as shit right now we have nothing holding the tip of the iceberg where it is and it just keeps kind of going down so there's less and less land for anything in that area
0: oh okay i have no idea what any of that that means because it doesn't affect my life so thus i'm not willing to change it and that's the problem with with the world that's exactly what's going to happen so if it literally only affects an iceberg in the middle of the ocean it's never going to get fixed I, it doesn't matter how many fucking pictures of polar bears we can no, put next to Coca-Cola. It's going
1: to go down just enough to raise the level of the water just enough so that a bunch of beautiful shit that rich assholes love because their beachside properties are fucked and they're like, this fucking iceberg, I'm going to go nuke that fucking iceberg because <laughs> it destroyed my fucking beach house property. Let's pay this bitch off and fix the
0: problem. So the positive about global warming is that we get to nuke icebergs yes you win god damn it you're good at this fuck man (laughs) i've never seen somebody so good at it but try me this if you can do this you're you're a goddamn champion what is the positive about getting herpes fascinating that's a that's a tough one if you can fucking find what's good about herpes herpes is I a lifelong
1: immediately long... thought of one as you said it no it's a <laughs> lifelong it really...
0: std that is you you can transfer it has flare up so it goes down but it's a it's it's dick zits
1: yes you're thinking small scale though you think herpes i'm a, look i'm thinking like if you were to take a myers briggs test you're like an istj you're like an istj you're oh, a person okay. who relies on heavy information and you stick to it and it all <laughs> has to be sort of firsthand experience but that's the flaw you don't see the good in herpes because you're thinking firsthand experience <laughs> if you have herpes and you struggle through it and you suffer through it but you come out still alive because medication because science this has Valtric. several benefits you can one use your experience of having gone through this become a motivational speaker and talk to people about the safeties that they should go for you could educate people and in fact save many many people from getting herpes by just sharing your story of getting herpes but not only that your experience with herpes ads especially if you look at it like this and you're willing to be open about having these herpes you are a person who can offer yourself to science so that you can try to advance the solution to herpes you can bl- give blood samples maybe even dedicate yourself to learning the sciences that you then use to eventually or lobby for funds to stop Herpes and spread awareness and safety for herpes.
0: Without people getting herpes, you can't cure herpes.
1: Yeah. <laughs> or without somebody willing to speak about herpes.
0: Well, yeah, because if somebody didn't get herpes in the first place, why would anyone be inspired to cure it? Because if no one... if like, nobody important has it. Like, maybe just some guy off in the desert just has herpes. Nobody's going to give a shit about it. But if it's an important yep. person, some scientists get herpes, then all of a sudden, he'll be inspired. Maybe he's not a scientist. Well, maybe he just gets herpes and even. then goes into the medical yes. field. Yes,
1: Yes. exactly. It could just be a random person, but the event changes them just enough to jump on that road <laughs> oh. and, and move it forward. Move science or move... People in such a way that hey, maybe we fund the research for herpes prevention.
0: So the good in herpes is that you can cure herpes, or you can make millions of dollars becoming the Tony Robbins of herpes.
1: Yes, that would be the ideal goal because ultimately, money cures everything, right? (laughs)
0: That's true. Yeah, it doesn't matter if you got herpes. It with enough money, a girl will still have sex with you with flare up herpes because. Doesn't... Everyone's got a price.
1: Yeah. 100%. For anything. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Anybody who says they don't is a fucking liar.
0: Yeah. And if you have herpes Tony Robbins money, then you are... You're you're at a whole nother level. You have Epstein Island money.
1: What the hell is Epstein Island?
0: Um, the... You know Jeffrey Epstein, right?
1: Oh, okay, got you. Okay, yeah.
0: Yeah. He had an island where he f- fucked people, and he bought it. So yeah, he, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. But, um... How about this? This is this is probably the worst one that's on the list. Beats global warming, beats paper cuts, beats herpes. What is the positive about taking a shower and then having to take a shit?
1: Taking a shower and then having to take like a shit. Like you shift. just
0: you got it. You got up in the morning, you went and you cleaned your body, you got everything perfectly clean, and then the second you got dry and ready, you have to go take a shit, and and you just destroyed it. You you started your day off messy. You could have taken the shit before the shower, and then you would have been perfectly clean. But now your day is ruined because you just had to take a shit after your shower. What is possibly good about the inconvenience of shitting after a shower?
1: Well, I think the problem really lays in thinking about the shower as a previous activity. Maybe you just showered and maybe you just took a shit and the shit, even if it happened after the shower, didn't happen on the
0: train on your way to work. What? What? You're You're thinking it's positive because at least it didn't happen on the train?
1: At least it didn't happen when you were already. I think the benefit to the shit after the shower is you took the shower. Then you're like, man, I haven't had to use the bathroom. But then it's like, after you're done showering, oh shit, I have to shit. That's good, because I didn't want to need to get, have to shit halfway to work.
0: Wow, that is a half glass full if I've ever heard one. That you're just like, like instead of looking at it like, I just took a shower and now I have to shit. You're going to look at it like, at least I didn't leave the house and have to shit. You're just, that, that's an extreme shit glass half full.
1: i guess so yeah there's a positive to it like it really is that ultimately i would be concerned if i haven't like everybody wakes up and uses the bathroom i I would be blown away if i haven't yet and i'm like what the fuck is going on and then i'm done sharing and oh yes i have to shit yes like safe you just do it because it's not gonna i got a two-hour commute that's gonna suck if i suddenly have to shit
0: then. yeah at least i don't have colon cancer
1: word (laughs)
0: you're insane it's so much better than colon cancer (laughs) that is way better um all right this is the last one i got um a what could you find positive about a department store making their employees who are on their period wear a name tag that discloses that they're menstruating
1: it will make the customers that come into the department store aware that this person might be a little bit emotionally on edge whether And they're in the splash the zone or the happier, not sad, happier, but the sadder or the angrier, they would be completely aware of this and they could approach the situation with the awareness. So if the person comes off kind of rude, they don't think they're being rude. They're like, <laughs> they're just being emotional. So period. I get it.
0: <laughs> she's, she's not a cunt. She's just bleeding.
1: Yeah, They're just dealing with cramps and trying to suppress it. I understand. <laughs> That's fucking hilarious. Cause... Like I just, l- I just luckily dodged the same moment by taking a shit just after I showered, and I had to <laughs> stop at this department store. Had I not, I would have been just as angry as this cunt right now with her fucking name tag but I know that she's not really a cunt she's basically dealing with the pain I would have had
0: (laughs) we could we could have fucking had a nightmare situation here where I had to shit and she was bleeding a bunch and we're just fucking snotty with each other would have been a fucking disaster but at least I shit before I came here and I'm aware that she's not a cunt she's just bleeding yes exactly (laughs) that's what the name tag should say it should say i'm not a cunt i'm just bleeding and then everyone will be fully aware because it's it's funny that you that that's the, the the reason that you think it's good because that's exactly what a fucking japanese um uh department store thought because they came up with this little design i don't know yeah i can get you to see it um it's it's like a little thing that they can put beside their name tag cut out and oh sorry because i was changing over to um the screen so you could see it um it's a little it's a little i
1: don't hear you at all
0: oh sorry maybe it'll it'll come back in but it's a little fucking guy there that you can wear wear underneath can you hear me hello hello i can hear you here i'll stop it hello 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 that's weird i guess it cuts out when i put on my screen hello hello I can hear you. You can't hear me. Dude, I can't hear oh, you at all. Oh, I can all. hear you. I, it muted somehow. Oh, there you go. Yeah, I got it. But okay. Fucking Satan every single time. Yeah. <laughs> um so yeah, no, it's a little it's a little uh, uh animated character that they designed to put underneath your name tag that's just so everyone universally knows that that's uh that means uh, it's my time of the month and they everyone freaked the fuck out when they heard about this just it wasn't even mandatory it was just like if you want to you can let everyone know that you're on your period and you're not just being a bitch for no reason and um th- they named the character I've, i don't know how to speak japanese but it's sherry chan which loosely translate to little miss period <laughs>
1: Little Miss. Period. What
0: I, the fuck? I like it. They came up with a little period. But of
1: course, people lost their mind. People are fucking idiots. But he, they, just the the fact that a human had the idea is enough to set sensitive morons off.
0: Well, what it, it says here is that it it was aimed to symp- uh, to foster sympathy among coworkers and not trigger everyone. But it of course triggered everyone. Like asking people not to get triggered by something is is just terrible. But, uh, yep. it's, it, it, are it's, it's, it's ridiculous. Like, I, 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 I think they were just doing it for the media because fuck, nobody gave a shit about this goddamn Japanese company until they, uh, they put out their, their period pass, but whatever. I don't care if I, if I just wanted to wear a shirt or a little thing on my, uh, button on my, uh, name tag that says I'm wear I'm on my period. Would anyone give a shit? If
1: yeah, would anyone care? But look, even if you, ch- you opted into it, like, maybe somebody does want to. Why are they freaking the fuck out? They just need two or three people to agree to it.
0: I know. Clearly people did do it because otherwise it wouldn't be a news story. It wouldn't be just like like they suggested it and no one did it and then that's a news story. That's ridiculous. If, if anyone, that, but it does say in the news story, I'm sure this is biased, but it says that it encouraged female coworkers to wear it. Because maybe they had a couple of outbursts and then some girls blamed it on their period, and now they had to, like, they, they ran it up the ladder and this was the solution. So I don't know. I don't, I don't really give a shit. If you want to fucking wear your period name tag, go ahead. Calm down. Yeah, I think
1: I would. I think it would be a very stylish move. It would convince people that, look, I might be an asshole every day, but today I'm only an asshole because I'm on my period. That's definitely the reason. So you have to eat it now.
0: ew that was a wrong wording um that was very intentional (laughs) gross so (laughs) so um uh, so how is the podcast doing is it is your podcast um is, is it still killing it
1: it's doing amazing
0: is it the best podcast on the planet is it like like joe rogan then just conversation
1: yeah, dude, just had Joe Rogan on. That's the next uh the next episode.
0: Wow, that is awesome. I'm glad to be in such company to be on your show. Is me and then Joe Rogan, who did better, me or him?
1: Actually, you did better than Joe Rogan, fucking man. Fucking
0: pussy. Exactly. That's what I thought. That guy sucks at podcasting. I'm fucking crushing <laughs> it here.
1: No, people get angry. Here's the thing. The louder ones are always the haters, right? So you look like a you look through like uh on twitter and you like look at a hashtag for joe rogan and it's like i'm fucking tired of this shit blah 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 still gets the most listens out of any fucking podcast known to man and it's like what the fuck of course just the anger people are screaming there's nobody who loves it who's like i love rogan they're just quietly listening
0: i guess there are a couple of people fucking nate diaz at the end of his fight <laughs> Training by day, Joe Rogan podcast by night. Like so there are people who fucking scream shit on TV about Joe Rogan. Like that shit happens.
1: Uh Nate has got destroyed by Jesus. Cuban Jesus. Good Cuban, times.
0: Cuban Jesus, yeah, that was that was good. But uh I'm 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 excited for UFCs and stuff. There's lots lots of good UFCs in the future. 2020 Saturday bro be, dude everything's gonna be crazy uh, there's there's too much going on I don't know I'm doing a whole thing for it I'm, I'm gonna figure out what's
1: you on Nunez you on Nunez side right
0: uh, no never never on why because because it's gonna be funny to watch her lose and then watch her lose both dude, belts. you know
1: how difficult it is for her to lose right now she's fighting a girl who has half her number of fights
0: <laughs> you should have just ended it and... when she's fighting a girl
1: yeah, pretty much. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Amanda Nunez like, I is a man.
1: I, I think she's going to go through the Silva problem, where she's going to have the belt for so goddamn long, age is going to be where the loss begins. Like, she's going to be dominant as fuck until age starts to kick in. That's fine. Because it doesn't seem like she's a machine that could be stopped. Bro, she destroyed the machine, Cyborg, Quick.
0: That's funny. Yeah. That. That. Well, this is. This is gonna. So you say Amanda Nunez is gonna win for sure. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Do you got? A, uh, yeah, do you have a bet sure. on it? Like, fuck. Can we bet on something? Is there something that you don't want to do? That I can get so you what to do? You do? Mean? Because I. I'll bet. I'll bet something. Because this is gonna be out after. This is recorded before the fight, and it'll be out after the fight. So we'll know the second that this is out if you lost her or not. But what do you want to bet? Uh. I don't know. I can't think of anything. Um, your soul on a piece
1: of paper you gotta you gotta write your soul i i Ryan King fuck because look here's the funny part. one, I got two pieces of paper with that already. I got one of my cousins a long time ago to give me her soul, shit. and I got a friend to give me their soul now, if we don't have a soul, fine, you know who gives a shit, but if suddenly. The uh, rapture happens and we're like, oh, oh, fuck. Then I own your soul. I have four, including my own.
0: I don't know. Even if I were to lose,
1: I'd still have two souls left.
0: Yeah, but you'd have shitty other souls. You wouldn't have your soul. I'd have the good one.
1: I'd give you someone else's no, 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 no no no, no
0: no 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 no, no, I'm not betting my soul against for some bum soul. I don't want some <laughs> broke ass janky soul that you've just been keeping off to the side on saying, so, no, 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 I want your soul versus my soul. there's no other that's it theres there's no other deal. I don't want fucking some guy from fucking the, the Timbuktu's soul. I want your goddamn soul. I'm coming for you, motherfucker.
1: Are you down? Are you down to really write for your soul on the off chance set? You know,
0: I don't know why that. I don't know why that sketches me out. I like. I'm not. Like I'm not religious. I don't think anything. I just don't want to give you my soul. I don't know why. I I like my soul. But it, it,
1: it, here's the thing. What do they say? the The argument is that even the strongest atheists in the worst of times praise, and that's. I think that's a thing. Like inherently, we don't know. Everything is just a guess at the end of the day. And I think even if we've convinced our conscious state. That we truly believe a thing, our subconscious is still like, you're full of shit. You don't fucking know anything, and it's still like worried about that one thing. Like on the off chance that I'm fucking wrong, this is a bad choice. Fuck.
0: I don't Ultimate know, bet, man. bro. Ultimate uh, bet. I'm scared to get betting on myself. the
1: unknown.
0: See, no, okay, this isn't for, okay. Wait, 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 because you gotta give me odds. Amanda Nunez is the favorite by far. Amanda Nunes. Not is... even
1: the favorite. I'll explain odds right now.
0: No, 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 no. Amanda you gotta Nunez give me no, no, no. I... Wait, this is it. I don't. I don't need any odds explained. This is the bet. All the souls you have versus my soul. No. Yep. No, no, no. That's it. It's because fuck. What are the Vegas odds on fucking Amanda Nunes? Like a thousand to one. It's ridiculous.
1: No, dude, I'm not giving you all my souls. That's backup
0: but, souls. But th- because you're you have the advantage, you you're picking Amanda Nunez, who you think literally is not gonna lose until she gets too old to fight. So I think she's gonna lose. I'm just hoping she's to gonna a, lose. You have to, to give be me a odds. Fair
1: bet, bro. It has to be a fair bet. Yes,
0: that's a be fair, fair bet. bet. That's a fair fucking bet. Four four souls for one. Four to one.
1: No, are you? Cr- what part of that sounds fair? Here? You have to go.
0: I think. I think that's. I bet you, if you look up the odds, you have to get like a, a hundred souls to go against one. Just, to, just, just to match my bet because nobody's taking any. No, nobody bets against Amanda Nunez at this point.
1: Fair enough, but one to one is a bet to me, dude. That's both. Bull- no, that's I'm not matching your bet to the exact.
0: That's why you have odds. That's why you have odds because there's a favorite. And if the on the off chance that Amanda Nunez loses, I get all of your souls.
1: So I, I I admire how you're looking at it because it kinda makes sense to some angle where you think of like whichever one of us loses the bet ends up with no souls. Yep. That makes perfect sense, but also fuck that bet.
0: No, you're bullshit because that that that's <laughs> I'm not taking that bet. You get no souls or I get no souls. No, there there can only be one Highlander who has souls.
1: Nah, cuz you're going to you're going to walk away with four souls.
0: That's that's awesome.
1: When you just had one, fuck that.
0: Yes, because I'm putting it up against insurmountable odds because the fucking she's okay, so against Geraint, Jermaine Durand to meet, she is the 340 favorite. So she is the favorite. Uh, I don't know. I don't exactly know how, to, how that betting works, but fucking plus 270 for Jermaine Durandamine and minus 340 for Amanda Nunez. So it's very clear that even three to one is, is very fair of a bet. If I was going to put up $10, you would have to put up 30.
1: Just to get your ten dollars.
0: Exactly. Just to get my one measly soul. You gotta put up all your souls. You gotta push it all up into the middle. All in, motherfucker.
1: Nah, bro. I look at bets on a one to one basis. No deal. No souls. No deal. No deal. I'm not giving you all my souls. I'm (laughs) not giving you all my souls. You crazy.
0: I'm still gonna watch that fight very intensely to know that if 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 you would have just got an extra soul when you watch that fight I and by the time this I'm comes also out not we'll know my other souls on the line i'm going to be listening, like what what, what what by the time this is out everybody listening right now knows the answer they can literally just google who won that fight if they don't even give a shit to know who would have gotten the souls and there you go souls on the table cuz I, I i think you're leaving a soul on the table you're going to know when the apocalypse comes and you only have a couple of souls left cuz who knows what happens fucking mad max starts rolling around taking souls you don't know you might you might you might I wish you had an extra one and uh, you'll think of me
1: what I will say is exactly the same thing because <laughs> yeah. in that moment I do have extra ones you might have wished you had an extra one at that same moment It's like, wow. no mine would have been, been gone have one shot
0: one one shot gone my soul's gone and then it's over you lost a soul and you know what it's like to lose it and then you lose another one and then you're like uh oh fuck I wish I had an extra one right now and then you, you lose your last one and then it's all over and that, that, that's that's going to be traumatic for you. And, and, and you're going to really wish you took this bet. Because it's a fucking... Uh, it was a sucker's bet for me to even fucking suggest it, really. And you should have taken it. <laughs> and now it's off the table. You're dumb. Fucking... You're going to be soulless is- piece of shit.
1: In that moment, when the this uh, Man-Max scenario is happening, I don't think I'll be uh, more anxious. I think I'll be like, I beat the system by hoarding a couple of souls. Like, my time was gonna come, and I dodged it twice before. God damn, it you optimist of piece
0: of shit. Fuck it, that is bullshit. I would always <laughs> be thinking, fuck man, I wish I had that extra soul. I could have got yeah, that dude. soul.
1: Here's the, here's the problem. At the end of the day, when that scenario happens, you're going to be like, fuck, they're coming for me. I should have had that bet. That girl won. I would have had an extra soul. Even if he gets to keep his other souls, at least I would have had a soul. Yeah. I would be like, man, at least I only lost one soul. I still got one more soul to go. Mm. So no matter what, when you think about it, from that Mad, mad Max scenario, these, this bet is in your favor.
0: You're a crazy person. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't like how you can spin everything with bullshit. It's just, you're just puking garbage out your mouth. Um, <laughs> alright, let's, let's play another game. We're gonna test my reading skills right now. I didn't want to do this, but we're gonna fucking do it. So, I, I have a commercial here for you to watch. And we're gonna play, guess why this is offensive. So, it's a, a, a Fanta commercial. And it the, it was Fanta's 75th anniversary, and they put out this commercial. And I'm going to have to read it, because it's in German. So, and now a brief time travel in a matter of fantasy. 75 years ago, resourceful uh, resources for Coke in Germany were low. Employees at uh, Coca-Cola uh, had to think of something. They came up with a brilliant idea, and... From the scarcely available ingredients, they simply developed a new drink. And the birth hour of Fanta. Fanta, because fantastic tastes like uh, imaginative in German. German icon turned 75. And to celebrate this, we're bringing back the feeling of good old times with the new classic Fanta. Uh, Bring a new Fanta inspired by the delicious, unique old recipe. Yada, yada, yada. Old bottles. Other things. I don't like reading too much. Basically, it's in an old-timey bottle, and it's the old flavor. And that was the German commercial for 75 years of Fanta. So, why is that offensive?
1: Why is it offensive that it's in a new bottle?
0: Yeah. it. It's They're bringing back... The old version of Fanta. Um, I there there's really. Yeah, am I supposed to? Like yeah, I, I can I can run through the commercial again so you can see it. It's it there's nothing special about it. It's just f- f- Coca Cola Old Factory. They've they're talking about how back back in the day they didn't have the resources for uh to make Coke over there. So they made Fanta out of whatever they had, and then fucking it's 75 years later, so we're just going back to the old style. And that's pretty much it. That's the commercial. Can you guess why everyone's super triggered and offended by this? Uh, (laughs)
1: We're talking 1950s-ish. It has something to do with the Holocaust or Nazis. It must have been the, the soda that was from that time. Uh, maybe related to the incense or that time, uh, probably made by the Germans that were creating the fucking Nazi movement.
0: Exactly. So like because it, the only thing that's really triggering everyone in that in that video was that it said "good old times." When they're they're like, we're bringing it back to the good old times. And 75 years ago, the reason that the resources were so scarce to make Coca-Cola was because of the embargoes on everything. They weren't allowed to trade stuff to Germany. All all the stuff that the American company, Coca-Cola, wasn't able to ship all of their stuff over to Germany. So they had to use what was there. So they created a new soft drink to sell to everyone. So they were... Coca-Cola was playing both sides of the table at the time. They were selling Coke yeah. to the Americans, and they were selling Fanta to the Nazis. <laughs> so, it, like, I guess they were selling it to the German people, too. Like, there was, there was more. But I'm sure Nazis got it, too, because it was available to everybody. So, it, the reason that they're saying that this is a super offensive, triggering commercial is because there's... How are you supposed to celebrate 75 years of a company? Like, what does Volkswagen do? What does Volkswagen do when they hit fucking whatever year that they're at of being a company? They can't walk around goose-stepping for the first part of their montage of their commercial. So they got it. like, what do they do?
1: I don't know, they just fucking, they don't celebrate, they just put the number up and just keep them moving.
0: Yeah, <laughs> you just go, the happy 100, moving on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, we don't, we don't get butthurt when, when our country turns a certain age and we go, fuck, but remember slavery. Like, fuck, we can't, we can't, like, not damn it! like, it's fucking Here's terrible. Here's the thing,
1: we do get angry at all that shit all the time. <sighs> well, we don't, but I... we do.
0: Yeah, what do you mean, you know, we? Like,
1: like we, the, the broader we. I know. Definitely get, I mean, make America great again. You're racist.
0: That's hilarious, I love that. My favorite was, um, it's okay to be white.
1: It is okay to be white. Yeah, it's but but people put up signs. Particularly okay to be white. But
0: people put up signs that said it's okay to be white, and everyone said it was racist.
1: <laughs> that's so stupid. <laughs> Here's the thing: people don't believe there's. Uh, is that reverse racism? It's fucking retarded. That's yeah, that's not, not a thing. It's, it's just, just racism.
0: <laughs> It's
1: just racism, Exactly, you talking about. It's just racism. Thank you. But they like to say, like, you can't be racist towards some white people. You, you could be prejudiced. And it's like, no, you could be racist without experiencing any kind of suffering. Yeah, you could do both. You don't have to experience racism from a white person for you to still be bouncing off of the shit somebody else told you about the white person and then treat them like their shit. That's racism. The person who experiences suffering is prejudice. Mm -hmm. The person who told you that story about their experience with the white person is prejudice. You are a fucking racist. There's a difference.
0: It's, It's very clear. It seems so black and white, but for some reason it's like a debate, and I don't understand that. It's very clear that when you base anything off of race, positive or negative, it's racist like you could you can literally like argue that um um any any type of of uh what what is it called when when you give uh somebody something that they don't deserve like they get into college um uh, like a scholarship yeah like when you give when you give somebody uh what, why can't I think of the word? I don't know. I'm way too high. But when when they they have a limit on Asians to get into into Harvard, you have to have a certain SAT score if you are if you're Asian, and then if you're African American, and then if you're white, they're, they're, that that's that's racism. That's that's straight up. The only difference between those those people are that they're different. I completely different race. agree,
1: and I also think that racism isn't necessarily bad. <laughs>
0: Tell me the positive about racists.
1: Here's the problem. People hear racism and they only think of the negative associations to a race. But there are important things to note about racial differences. Racism is simply the belief that different races come with different features that aren't applicable to all humans equally. That's all racism is. We are different in some manner, shape or form. And a good way to put it is. If you're black you're more likely better at sports (laughs) i'm not saying you're fucking like you're a fucking monkey i'm not saying that i'm saying you're likely better at sports that's definitively just a black characteristic you're probably more athletic naturally speaking your culture makes you likely to be better at sports it's true just just happens to be the thing If you come from an Oriental background, more uh, Chinese, Japanese more specifically, where they have tighter, stricter things on education and kind of mastering those crafts well and being particularly proficient at academia in India, the same thing. Being particularly proficient in academia, you're more likely to be, like, good at math and good at English. Uh, You know,
0: just only things certain that things are, are racism part
1: of your culture and race
0: that's that's the issue is that only some things are racist and that's it's very selective and we don't get who decides it so like if I walked up to an Asian person and asked them do you do you know karate or just assumed they know they knew karate and just started talking about karate to them that's racist but if I walked up to a Canadian and started talking about hockey to him that's not Racist. You're just assuming that he knows hockey because he's Canadian. I don't, wh- well,
1: here's the trick to that. That comes back to the fact that the Canadian is more likely white.
0: Uh, sure, I guess. Yeah, I guess if I, I. It's
1: entirely the fact that you could be a douchebag to a white guy. I can call you crack girl all I want throughout this whole shit. You call me nigger once. You got a problem with people. True. You see the problem? It's entirely because I can walk it. You like fucking hockey, Ryan. You like fucking hockey because you're white. And it's like, well, you like basketball because you're dark. Now you get just hate mail. Yep. Just mountains of it.
0: That's. But why the fuck? That, that's that's the bullshit. That that is that's the double standard. That is racism. Like that is I, racism. Yes, for sure. I think it, it should be fair for uh, like you. We we live off of assumptions. That's what we do. That's literally what what we do. We when when we have like. 51% of the time something happens then it's pretty we we err on the side of caution when something's when when something is what one way or another. So if something is negative, if something negative happens 51% of the time, then we we assume things about it. So then we assume a bad thing about something bad. So then when so, some sort of race gets a, a negative statistic that starts getting large, that's where racism starts to happen. When, so, when you hear, like, crime statistics about African Americans or some, something else, or even positive ones, and then you start getting the, the weird stereotypes that are like, all Asians are good at math Th- then yeah it's like that's that's a weird positive one but still affects people in the same way because we get these assumptions because it happens a lot of the time so if an asians g- a lot of asians are good at math so we just assume most asians are good at math so we just assume all asians are good at math
1: here's the problem stereotypes are based on facts i know
0: it's, that's the problem that's,
1: and it's like stereotype is basically saying majority Good enough. Majority. I know. Yeah, you're probably good at math if you're Asian. If I had to choose my odds on picking out of 10 Asians, that I'm going to... Not even. I just got three Asians in front of me, and I'm going to poke one of you. My odds are... I'm probably going to poke one that's better at math.
0: Than me, at least. And so, and then you could take it in the negative. So then, like, you... It, it's, it sounds super racist and stuff like that. But if I just gave you a lineup of people, told you nothing about them, and then I said, somebody somebody here ro- stole a car, and then I gave you an Asian, a white person, a Hispanic, and an African American, which one... If, if you had to rank it top to bottom, which one was most likely to steal your car... You're going to assume things for, I don't know why, maybe because we've heard so much, so many things. I don't know why you're not just going to go, well, Whitey probably stole the car. And then the Asian, yeah, he definitely Tokyo drifted the car, for sure. Then it's, and then the Hispanic, because, uh, because the wall. And then the black person, because, uh, cultural appropriation or something. I don't know. <laughs> it's just I'm triggered.
1: Yeah. Fair enough. I would ar- actually, in that very example, argue that it's more likely the white guy stole the car.
0: Sure, but that's because you're crazy. But, like, honestly, if you were literally just given that, wh- which one? Who do you, you think, if I just Googled the crime stats on somebody who's uh, on car thefts, what do you think is the top race? Here's the problem.
1: I'll, this is the problem with that very search. Media itself is aimed towards. Whatever ideology is most common in the culture to trying to convey the information to. So, if media right now in the United States is a very white driven thing, you're going to steer most negative information away from white. If it was like a murder statistic, I would say the black guy. <laughs> but if it's like a car got stolen, I would say a white guy.
0: But if it's a break-in,
1: I would say a Hispanic.
0: <laughs> and and so, like, I have, I have no idea why I would agree or disagree with any of that. But for some reason, we all have these these assumptions about things. Because mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't know why you would assume. You explain to me why a white guy would steal the car. Because, like, I don't understand why anybody steals cars. It seems like nowadays you're just going to get caught. But whatever. Well, now you
1: can't steal a car. I know. So, <laughs> you well, can't steal a car now. I, I don't you exactly steal, get like, it. You got steal, like, some fucking 90s garbage. But uh, uh, a white guy would steal a car simply because the uh, rebellious joyride. It's the risky thing.
0: Oh. Right, yeah, that's I wouldn't white, even... That's
1: a white thing.
0: It's true, yeah, I wasn't even thinking that. I was literally just thinking to steal it for whatever, like, I don't know, to strip it down and sell it or some shit. I, I don't exactly know. That's
1: also a very white thing.
0: Wow, I don't... I, that That's racist. I don't understand racist anymore. Race is... Here's the
1: thing, in order to strip a car down, you need a location to do that at, which means there needs to be a business that fronts as one thing, which isn't owned by a black guy or Hispanic.
0: But I think it's just because we like to play devil's advocate. We're do- both doing... the, the we, we like to do this thing where it's just like... I I just like to never as- assume things. So then I just end up just uh, w- assuming the, the wrong thing. That, that doesn't really make a lot of sense. But I never want to just like go with the obvious. So then I just start thinking, oh, well, it could be this. Well, it could be this. Well, it could be this. And then I come up with a hundred different scenarios for stuff that probably like the, the occam's razor it's probably the the most obvious one most of the time
1: yeah 95 percent of the time that's actually what i'm going with right now i think the in the scenario of stealing a car usually it's like rebellious teenagers that are edgy Me dad's car or fuck that guy he made me angry i'm gonna fucking steal his car joyride and then abandon it somewhere i didn't even think about nobody's it like really it. stealing a car and keeping it that's retarded
0: that is so dumb. you're
1: what you're joyriding it and abandoning it or you're fucking stripping it down and to strip it down you need a business which usually means you have connections and we all know hispanics and black people aren't the best at sharing they, they're not down with that so it <laughs> has to be like a what? white person
0: it's true we all know black people don't share they can't swim yeah, and don't share
1: the only thing they share are bullets right damn oh shit
0: oh great yeah well I think that's a beautiful way to wrap this up we solved racism today we figured it out I can't believe it like eh, who would have thought in this little podunk podcast we solved racism
1: yeah and we've expanded the minds of everybody so they know they can walk up to Asians (laughs) and be like it's all right, man I know you're good at math like you don't have to hide it
0: (laughs) like I know you're just holding in some trigonometry right now just do it like I don't care just bust it out nobody's gonna judge you
1: Word like a break dance. You're just trying to spit out numbers, but society has you holding it back, man. Yeah,
0: it's bullshit. You do your thing. But uh, I, I'm glad we could solve it. Uh, too bad no- this needs to be spread to everybody in the world, so uh, I'll try to get this out there to as many people so we can just, we can solve the racism and maybe um, fix uh, America and Canada as one, and then we won't have to build a wall between us two.
1: Yeah, we probably won't canadia just
0: canadia No, Canada. that's that's it just i know you got it <laughs> canadia yep
1: leave its uh fucking borders open so that all the good people can run away up there and then build a wall to stop all the idiots who are causing the problems down here
0: yeah don't worry nobody nobody runs here for long you run across the border and you stay here for about like i don't know four months and then it gets cold and you run right the fuck back
1: how the fuck do you have a i mean i guess it kind of publishes everywhere because i know there's like a couple of strict things about freedom of speech in Canada.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I think I'm just not allowed to call you a tranny or a girl too much and then I might go to jail. I don't exactly know. It's it's silly. It doesn't seem to do much. Like, if I called you a girl like a too pair,
1: much... But nobody, like, enforces it?
0: I don't, I don't exactly know. Like, if I... If, if you were adamant on me c- calling you a girl and then I just kept calling you a dude, I think you could, like, press charges on me or something. I... I, I it's it's very murky, and I don't like it because that's silly. Like, we shouldn't really put restrictions on words. If you want to call me a dinosaur over and over, I don't give a shit. Like, uh, uh, what does that matter? So you guys
1: are ultimately, yeah, it's ultimately, like, what? Because, I was fucking retarded. Because it's whatever you're thinking. How do I put it? It's like when a, a, a woman is like, don't call me chick because I'm not a chicken. But it's like, <laughs> I was thinking, girl, when I said it, I wasn't picturing a
0: fucking chicken. I know it's a matter of intent, I guess. So I guess if I, I think that's what the law kind of even says, and it, I think it has more to do with like professors and like like people in positions of power. So like, but which also is is iffy because who knows if that that spans to doctors and stuff like that. So like, are, are are doctors supposed to treat men like women if they want? If if I ask to go in there and get a a, a pap smear, are they going to do it? like I I don't know it's very confusing so I I, I'm pretty sure nobody's gonna put me in jail for calling you a a chick but uh, I'm gonna do it you fairy you're a girl and I think it's weird that you're a transvestite
1: I think the fact that you're not calling me Asian is racist
0: (laughs) I identify as an Asian polysexual female
1: I identify as an Asian couch I think we've had this conversation before
0: No, you identify as an Asian couch?
1: Yeah, I identify as a couch.
0: Oh, wow. Can you get married? I don't think we've allowed couch marriage.
1: I guess. I don't know why it would be illegal.
0: Because I I am strongly opposed to inanimate object marriage. Because, like, where does that lead?
1: Being opposed to some form of marriage is entirely religion-based, and I don't feel you're religious, so you have no say.
0: (laughs) No, I don't think that a a couch should be mar- married to a cupcake that is where i draw the line why based on what because the it was adam and eve not lazy <laughs> boy and and cupcake <laughs> i'm strongly against this so you will never get married on my watch you stupid asian couch
1: what if i'm like a a a what do you call them? The couch with a bed on the inside, or whatever.
0: The oh, if you're a pullout couch.
1: Yeah, there you go. Boom. Um,
0: I think that that I think you're like mulatto then, or something. Like I don't, I don't know. I don't think you're allowed to say that anymore. Mulatto? It, I don't even know what that is. I've never heard that word in my life. I think you're mulatto, but I don't think you're allowed to say that. I'm pretty sure it's like somebody made that illegal now. But it means like 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 mixed. Like you're light skinned. Oh. Like you're 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 like a, a light skinned black person and that's like like mulatto well i I think i think mulatto is a literal color i don't know but i've only heard it in in the sense of like like a mulatto like he's a mulatto
1: oh no dude when it comes to describing people's color i'm racist as shit i'm totally (laughs) fine
0: with it i'll call somebody like you caramel dude you you got like that shit color on you (laughs) Uh, yeah, oh, yeah, no, like, because cause you want to be, like, a cinnamon, and then once you start getting to, like, like, burnt oak, that's when things get sketchy.
1: Yeah, dude, because the, specifically with, like, 100% black people from, like,
0: Africa who are so black <laughs> <Okay>. they're people. <laughs> You're killing me. <laughs> You're a funny, funny dude. I'm glad we could, uh, we could figure it all out, uh, just... Just a a mulatto and and a cracker, just figuring out racism here.
1: That's how it goes, bro. We we can solve the world's big issues, you know. Yeah,
0: a transgender Asian couch and and uh, and a homely guy who thinks it's okay to be white. Yep.
1: (laughs) Hey, that's how that's how the world gets solved,
0: right? (laughs) Ah, there you go. I think I, I think I'm gonna change the podcast name to "It's Okay to Be White with an Asian Couch."
1: Hey, man. Hey, do you do, how do you how do you think that show would go with that title? You probably get a shit ton of new listeners based off of that title. Probably not the listeners you're looking for, <laughs> but definite listeners. Uh, I mean, I guess all listens are good listens.
0: You know what? Yeah, I say let's just scrap both of our podcasts and start that. Just it's okay yeah, to be definitely. white with an Asian couch. Yeah, man. Deal. All right. Well, I like it. So, um, where do we check out Just Conversation Podcasts?
1: Well, you can find us pretty much anywhere, any any kind of podcast catcher. You can find us on uh, Apple Podcasts, Google, uh, Spotify, and Pandora, if you fucking felt like it. Looking, I don't know who the fuck listens to anything there, but it's fucking there. You can find us on the official website, It's uh, in there as well. Uh, pretty much anywhere. You can also find us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Just Convo pod and Twitter, and instagram and facebook specifically have uh, a good selection of clips highlights highlight reels taken from the show so you can listen to stuff there
0: yeah i'm on one of those and there's their hitler our, our hitler sitcom was on one of those that one was yeah, funny you're a bunch of those those shits keep going up there's a couple more to go i believe oh fuck yeah i'm i'm better than joe rogan if, if so that's it's understandable that you took so many clips
1: yeah, yeah, there's a lot to take from, yeah. bro. Joe Rogan, no I, clips up yet. It's Tells weird. So much.
0: I was going to say, you go through there, you don't see any clips of Joe Rogan, but mine, they're prominently displayed over there. It's because, like, clearly better than Joe Rogan.
1: Hey, it's, uh, the, the proof is in the pudding, as they say. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Alright, well, go get that pudding at all those places. And I guess, if you're on Pandora, maybe you're on fucking Sirius Satellite Radio, because fucking Pandora merged with them, I'm so, I'm pretty sure. Like a while really? yeah i'm Probably. pretty sure I don't maybe know. i don't know you might have to pay for your podcast now i uh, last i heard you had to get your podcast on a vhs so maybe you have to subscribe to the vhs version of the podcast uh you here's you...
1: the thing that's still a thing so you can just subscribe through the official website and through and postmates is gonna send you the cassette <laughs> you're gonna get a cassette and it always comes with a copy of fight club so you can start a fight club chain
0: yeah, you're insane. Go listen to the last episode if you want to understand that. Uh thanks again for doing this. This was fucking fun. I I appreciate it. And um, Thanks for having me,
1: dude. It's always fun.
0: When when Satan comes to steal your souls, you're going to wish you had another one.
1: You're going to wish you had at least one more.
0: All right. Um I'll I'll talk to you in a minute. And uh thank you everybody and keep your shit together.
1: Johnny it's over